Welcome, everybody, to another wonderful week in the world of the Alpha Sports. Yes, sir. It is episode 35 of RSPN. As you already know, he is Jeff, and of course, I am Mark. We are starting episode 35 of RSPN with much more of an emotional connection, I would say, because we never get the opportunity at the beginning of the show to check in, see how we're doing, how the mental stability is going on. It's There's rare. a lot of things that has been very tiring without the past week, or within yes. the past week, I should say. Last time that you heard for us, we had a little bit of a two for last week where we had episode 34 of RSPN with Robbie. Shout out to Robbie coming through and being able to discuss the Timberwolves blueprint and everything else that happened in the NBA playoffs last mm-hmm. week. And you also heard us as well with a much more serious conversation uh, on Play for Cubes with our brothers Cam and Drew uh, to represent elite media as best as possible with everything that had happened last week with the protests and what the NBA decided to do to resume the season jeff how we felt since this past weekend and more importantly since the infamous meeting had went on to continue the remainder of the season oh man um you know i'm i'm feeling good uh as far as where we're sitting so far in the season um you know the bubble i do think overall has been a success regardless of you know the, the stuff that we had to deal with last week um, I think the quality of basketball has just been really, really good. And if we just pinpoint just that, I mean, I feel like everybody's had a really good time watching watching hoops and, you know, feeling good about going forward in the playoffs and uh, figuring out a, a proper champion. And, you know, that, that whole asterisk thing we, we spoke about on Play for Keeps uh, last week as well is like, man. Let's just let's just see how everything plays out unless whoever, you know, gets it done, we just give them the respect, you know, deserve. So this doesn't feel like a waste. It felt like it's worth it, right? Yeah, just we just wanted to feel like it's worth it. And to me, I think the actual play um has it has been worth it. You know, if you if you can if you can put everything aside, which if you can't, like I'm not gonna judge you for that either. But if you can, man, the basketball has just been great, you know. So thankfully, the Bucks kick off everything and we had the opportunity to have a much deeper conversation. And from what we have seen since the restart of the NBA season, which ended up going down on Saturday and Sunday for the games that were pushed back between Wednesday and Thursday, we get some really good basketball that we have the opportunity to discuss, which is very beneficial for me, very beneficial for you, and more specifically, uh, very beneficial for this channel for us to actually be able to continue and talk basketball but i thought there was a little bit of an interesting scenario that came from a question that somebody asked anthony davis regarding the beginning of well the restart essentially of the season and what is to happen if the things that were discussed or the advancements that were discussed between players and owners of course was a little bit of a conversation that came from that and us from the outside perspective i don't think anybody has put their names out to discuss those details and what is to come from owners being a little bit more accountable and being able to be a lot more vocal in getting the changes in social justice that all the NBA players want at this point. Um, He said, if they don't keep their word, uh, he being Anthony Davis said, if they don't keep their word, we're not playing again. It's fairly simple. I kind of want to know what those new initiatives are. And yeah, yeah. Same. I don't think we're going to get that information as of right now. There's not anything that got a lim- uh, that got discussed immediately from Woes, discussed immediately from Shams. 
because it gets fairly problematic when you want to dive deep into those areas and start seeing, okay, what did the owners put their names to? Because then we now, once we get that information, we're going to have some real, real things to actually yeah. accountable. It gets a little, it gets a little deeper there because the players don't have to do it. They can continue to, to play. And of course, make sure that we receive a, a solid, a 2020 NBA champion. But I feel like, Anything can shut down immediately if they don't start seeing that change uh, that comes from what they have requested from the owner. So that's something that I do want to see. Yeah, no, um, I think that, you know, if if we're if we're getting to players truly getting fed up and being like, hey, if the owners don't step up and do this, we're done. And that, and that like that's in a real initiative. I feel like that conversation mm-hmm. probably was had like on the low. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if it was like brought up in a during a, a, a wide thing or on that, on that call. Um, I'm sure there was like some quote unquote, like, you know, threats made, I guess, to like, yo, get it together so we can play this sport united and, yeah, and feel know. like, and feel like we're, you know, feel like you guys are supporting us. So uh, to me, I'm looking at that, like what AD's even saying is like a warning, you know, per se, like, Hey, let's not, cause you know, as, as awful as it sounds like, I hope, on everything that, you know, this is the end of like, you know, police brutality. I mean, I, I can only, I can only hope, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But if it's not, and we see another situation that is ridiculous and it, it happens, like imagine something just awful happening, like, you know, while we're, while we're in the finals or something and the players have to, again, reevaluate. Oh, that is going to be, you want, you want to see <laughs> no, a I power mean, shift change? Imagine, right. imagine whoever's in the finals would be like, no, we're good. We're done. Right. And bro, I don't, I don't want that. Don't get me wrong. Like, I don't even want to, I don't even like put that type of energy, but just in general, like you just, you just, again, you never know in this crazy ass world. So, you know, if, if something like that happens, the players have to, you know, put some things to the side. I mean, I just couldn't imagine. So that could have just been like a warning, like, yo, back us, support us so we can move forward and we can be united. Yeah. So with that said, I'm feeling a little bit better. Uh, based on what had happened last week. Thankfully, yeah. we have some good conversations on <clears throat> what has happened within the past weekend of basketball that we will continue to do in the remainder of this episode as well. But since Play for Keeps episode on Friday, we have had a very decent amount of somber deaths, one being, of course, Chadwick Bozeman that mm-hmm. um, has been discussed literally all weekend, and Awful, we've had man. the opportunity to grieve in that, in that point and since. Big fan of the NBA and, and the NBA did a really good job of 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 highlighting those points um, from players, uh, the players, children specifically, and all different types that actually enjoyed Chadwick Boseman and, and what he had provided to the world within his four years um, of cancer. That was really unknown to everybody. But we open up this morning as well with even more unfortunate news, um, along with well, actually, before I even get to this morning, we also have to say rest in peace to, uh, to, to the Cliff Robinson as well. Yes, uh, the absolutely. Portland Trailblazers. More than likely, you've seen his name uh, in a lot of classic teams. For those for those who are not very familiar with past teams of just watching it, if you're a little bit younger in that case, you've more than likely seen him on the all-time teams. You'll more than likely see him in, in my team, things like that. Um, Cliff Robinson, a very big portion of the late 80s, early 90s of the Portland Trailblazers. He had passed away this weekend as well, so rest in peace, Cliff Robinson. But this morning ends up being very somber as well due to the death of the legendary John Thompson. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, I don't know, man. We're it's it's been a this has got to be just 
a, a record of just being a bad, bad year. I feel like January first, twenty twenty one. Oh man! And granted, life is not the the the, the flowers aren't going to come out and just start blossoming. When, hey, I was on January first, twenty twenty one. I was in a good mood New Year's. Like I, I, I'm thinking, you know, I'm about to turn thirty. You know, this is going to be this is going to this is going to work. This is going to be a solid year. Like you know, obviously we have RNC and RSP and everything. All that's you know, my hopes were high for sure. I was blacked out during New Year's, so I can't really. I know you were. I know you were. Can't really relate. No, you were. I don't want to think of January first, twenty twenty. January first, twenty twenty one. However, oh man, what you not drinking? You not drinking uh, this year or next year? I should say. Oh well, January first, twenty twenty one. From that perspective, is actually going to be really good because now that I am a, a card carrying member of Tequila Boys, uh, that that thing is not going to happen. You've been you've been talking a lot of tequila. You know what's going like ever since you you, you had just a little bit now your whole energy done shifted. I'm a card carrying. I'm a card carrying member now. They sent oh. it in the mail. It was a couple of business days. Everything was oh. just fine. You know, it's a after the amount of time that has been spent dabbling in different other liqueurs, I should say. I just wanted something different. You know, I I, I used it. It used to be on the shelf. Tequila used to be on the shelf for me that I would keep on the do not touch shelf as much as vodka. <laughs> But now it's a it's a little bit it's a little bit different. It gives me a little right. bit of a di- me a little bit of a different vibe. Maybe New Year's of twenty twenty. Oh, uh, and, and you know what? I don't even want to think of New Year twenty twenty right now because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that are just like fuck it and just yeah. go really all know. out, just do to how how twenty twenty has been. And I don't want to encourage fuck it at this point in time in in yeah. in, in twenty twenty. We still have officially as of right now. This is the first day of September. So wild. We have about ninety days left to go. It has it has happened pretty fast, though. I will say that, like as bad as the year has been, I do feel like it's also gone. You know, it's gone by. But I, I think that just has to do with quarantine and people. You know, we basically lost two, three months just kind of posted. So yeah, man, I, I'm ready for the year to be over, though. Well, actually, more than ninety, I can't do math. Again. Please ignore me, John Thompson. If if this isn't, I, I think I think a lot of people will remember seeing john thompson if you were not big on college ball and did not see what he has been able to provide to a lot of legendary athletes athletes like alonzo morning patrick ewing mm-hmm. Allen iverson very very pivotal in their lives if you've seen the 2016 hall of fame speech from Allen iverson he's literally in tears thanking john thompson oh, yeah. for saving his life it's such a great speech but definitely do do your homework and take a look into the different types of mindsets from 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 being a a coach that is shattering boundaries at the time that he was in the early 80s and being very vocal to the point where he did not want to be labeled as the first black coach to do x y and z um it's very comforting to see a lot of those words and revisiting a lot of these words at this point in time as we are trying to not only enlist a lot of our black voices, but remember a lot of the people that came before us to even give these opportunities and these platforms for black athletes That's in right. general. John Thompson is 100% one of the biggest names that provide us a lot of that freedom and provide us a lot of that energy. No, yeah, absolutely, man. Just uh, a legend, you know, it's just inspirational, you know, uh, historical like you know i mean you see you see you know you can tell just by the love you know i mean and that and this is for everyone that we've lost in general uh you know the love that that these these people get you know when they when they pass man i just wish sometimes 
you know, you just got to get those flowers while they're here. You know, it's, it's it, I know it's a tough thing to like constantly uh, show appreciation towards mentors. I know, you know, we have, we all have lives, so things happen, you know, you just, you know, but man, tell, tell, tell your people you care about them, tell them you're proud of them and, you know, mm-hmm. make sure they know for sure, because you just, you just never know. And I think that's just a good situation of definitely always showing your love to, to, you know, the people that inspire you and bring you up, even if it's in a way that you didn't know, you know, you may not be a Georgetown fan. You may not care about Georgetown at all, but you know, if you respect the person, show your love. Now, Justin Tinsley actually wrote a very good article on above the rim on his 25th anniversary, which ended up being uh, yeah. what was that last year. I think, yeah. I think it was around, I think it was around March sometime last year. And that revolved in a lot of the culture that came from college basketball and specifically black college basketball um, under John Thompson. Now, per the article, you get quotes like, except for Michigan's Fab Five, no team held the gritty cultural cool that Georgetown seen here with Allen Iverson, of course, John Thompson in 1994, and what it did in the late 80s and the early 90s. It made college look cool to young black kids, that team, and made us go, yo, I want to wear that blue and gray. For kids mm-hmm. that grew up in the hood, it became cool to be smart and educated. That quote of, of course, Marlon Wayans, who starred in the film along with Tupac Shakur. We had a conversation on Above the Rim, uh, I want to say yeah. a couple of weeks ago. We, yeah, we spoke about it because uh, I think we were talking about uh, <laughs> that, that Pac record, Pain, that I love so much. That's yeah, not yeah, on yeah. streaming services. Yeah, yeah, it's like not on streaming. I don't know why, but yeah, yeah, we definitely spoke about At that point in time, I think I said above the above the rim is probably in my lower area of basketball films. But please ignore me right now. Definitely go take a look and revisit rewatch above the rim. If even if you watched it a good 90 times, it definitely is a good remembrance of of what sparked or what started a lot of this culture. And again, I think I think a lot of the things that come immediate when it comes to remembering Black collegians that wanted to play basketball and wanted to be in these types of teams and have that type of hip hop type of influence in basketball. You think mm-hmm. Fab Five immediately just based on its huge impact, but John Thompson, Allen Iverson, and Georgetown in general ends up being also one of the biggest influences to even have an above the rim in general. So, yeah, absolutely. Definitely a big rest in peace uh, to John Thompson, as hopefully we don't lose too much more within this past uh no, within no, within yeah. within this within this next week hopefully please man please let's just let's just get this year going try to try to be as positive as possible about it as i scattered throughout the weekend and of course uh with that happening this monday morning we had the opportunity to see what happened this past weekend between a few of the closeout games you had the bucks going over orlando but that was something that was very immediate i felt like game five if it actually did go down on wednesday that was in the books I did not see Orlando getting another series out of that. And thankfully for us specifically, we saved the year of the duo. Well, not we specifically, but the year (laughs) of the duo is saved. It's been saved, yeah. The year of the duo, thankfully, is saved. We don't have to hear too much about Laker fans and their worry of Portland. I think all of that shut down once Damian Lillard actually ended up going back home. Yeah. Big shout out to Damian Lillard as well. I believe he said that his girlfriend... Twins, um, man, they got twins on the yeah, way. Yeah, have twins on the way. Yeah. So that's big. It's fire. That's big for Lillard. Um, also very big for the NBA as well, because as of now, we're getting into the portion of the second round where family's starting to come in. And 
as much as uh, we've seen the uh, the quote from Kendrick Perkins saying, you know what, I think it's time to allow hashtag some people in. <laughs> Whatever you'd like to infer what some people is. Some now we people. have family actually coming in. And this yeah. should definitely ease a lot of the nerves, a lot of the <clears throat> uh, anxiety, a lot of the uh, stress that comes from being away from your family. I'm sure. I'm sure it helps. For these next couple of months as you are trying to win an NBA championship. Yeah, saw the Fred Van Vliet video. I was just about to say that, man. I had, a, I had one one single tear just fell. Just For the Lakers and the Clippers, our year of the duo that we painted with Josh – the beginning of the summer last year, well, the end of the summer last year, I should say, wow, is still That's complete. Crazy. Mavericks are gone. Mavs are gone. Don't have to worry about Luka Doncic and the big triple doubles anymore. Mm-hmm. Porzingis was out for that portion. We don't have to hear the U Rang. Unfortunately, U Rang is gone. It we'll is a good week of U Rang. We'll give you yeah. also a, a a a rest as well because we'll have to wait until. The next NBA season, whenever that is, and for Dallas to actually start coming back and we get some more Boban. But Dallas is gone. Clippers move on to the second round. A little bit scary for the Clippers, I should say. And I, I I don't think there's going to be a lot of people that will give Clippers huge amount of credit. Obviously, now you advance to the second round and you have to wait for the winner of the Nuggets and the Jazz tonight, which is going to be a very, very big game seven. But I saw Barkley giving immediate props to the Clippers in this type of sense. You see the huge game that were, that came from Jamal Murray in game six to actually man. save the Nuggets season, Look, save the Nuggets playoffs. And Barkley immediately went to, you can't let, you can't let Murray get 50. And I guarantee you, Doc Rivers is not going to let Murray get 50. As if, it's a, as if it's as easy as that. Is that easy enough no, for Paul George? Or whoever like, you want to throw in front of Jamal Murray? Yeah, no, man, Jamal Murray, he's 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 out of his mind right now. You know, I, I think when some guys just they just have it, and he's also you can tell that he's playing, he like he's playing as he's playing up from like the situation as well, like in the world. Like you can tell he wants to play harder just for the culture, and that's what I respect because even after you know his that the big game that he had. Um, to you know, keep their hopes alive. Excuse me. You can tell why he did it. Just off how emotional he was, and he was just he was lights out, man. You know, you couldn't stop him. And is the most impressive thing about him is he's doing it at such like a, a just high percentage. You know, like it's it's effortless. Um, and I think just like we, you know, we we spoke about this before. You know, the the show started like how we 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 kill guys for playing bad in the playoffs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I do not want this to be. Do you remember the bubble when Jamal Murray was just balling? Like, we we need to make sure that we continue to give him, you know, this praise going forward, especially on this team. He's carrying this team. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I wasn't thinking the Nuggets were going to be performing at this type of level. Um, and obviously, without without him, they wouldn't be. So, we got to give him his flowers. Like right now, I mean, he put up you know multiple fifty point games, multiple forty point games. Uh, clearly the leader that is his team as far as I'm concerned um, and uh, yeah I don't want this to get lost in like the bubble talk in a year or two you know like yeah. I, obviously he has to continue to do it in the off I mean you know next season and whatever but yeah man he, he, he balled out he, he, he's they have a chance man they have a chance I think having those leader type of perspectives is an interesting perspective specifically because I think when people think Denver they still go to oh well Jokic is the best center in the league and yeah. 
which Gobert is, is giving him fits. Gobert is giving him a very tough time as of right now to even have mm-hmm. a, the ability for for Murray to need the urge to step up and match Donovan Mitchell in areas where Donovan doesn't want to lose and he wants to move Utah over to the second round. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah, he's making it look easy, bro, but it's not easy. I mean, he's 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 going against a wall, um, whether you think he's overrated or not. Yeah, two-time defensive player of the year. Yeah, I do think he's a bit overrated, and I, I've made that clear on this show many times. But, you know, still, I mean, his work is there, right? I mean, we can't overlook the fact of what you said, you know, defensive player of the year twice. Um, so Jamal Murray, man, he, he's, he's, he's a baller. He's a baller. He's truly – you know, we're getting we're getting very close to superstar status. If you, I mean, I wouldn't even be mad if somebody is already declaring it. You know, I, I see it. I mean, he joins very legendary names with his performances from games five, uh, four, five, and six. I should say, as Denver was down three one to the Utah Jazz, they've cleaned up the last two. This is now a very very big game seven that is on the way as of right now. But you, we still take in a lot of what had happened at the end of game six last night. I literally stayed up until the replay on TNT to actually rewatch what happened between the Nuggets and the Jazz because uh, the replays around yeah, this time is usually yeah. like that one o'clock, one thirty yeah. type of area for us on, on, on the East Coast specifically. And you get to the fourth quarter and you watch Jamal Murray just have 32 points mm-hmm. and – the commentary that was going on, it's 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 32 points, but it was a big deal that he had 32 points in general. And it was eight minutes left. So now you have to get ready for like, holy shit, it's really about to be another 18 points that's on the way. And just re-watching it, as, as you already just watched it in real time, re-watching it is just insane. It's, and insane. Then, it's so efficient, right? It's like you're just watching it, you're like, how is he even? I mean, I saw you tweet about it, like the points that he had entering – you know, with the time left and like yeah. what he finished with is just like, how, oh, man, how? So that's like clutch. That's real clutch shit. It's literally making sure that this elimination, which 3 1, bad predicament to be. And mm-hmm. they want to make sure that they are, what is it, the 12th or 13th team to, to actually come back from 3 1 in the playoffs in general. Um, that ends up being, being very big for Denver because, again, you saw Chris Weber talk about it a lot at the end of game six. What do we remember from Denver last year? You get eliminated by big shots from CJ McCollum in a game seven mm-hmm. in the second round. And even though the Trailblazers ended up getting swept by the Warriors last year, Denver, from what they are projected to be by fans, by media, literally from the beginning of seasons, they're bigger than a second round. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's how that's how it was supposed to look. And Jamal takes a lot of that and says, you know what, had I played better we could have had the opportunity to play the Golden State Warriors. And, and who knows what happens facing a Golden State, which was without Kevin Durant at, at, at the time. You would have had a pretty good opportunity to to do a lot more than Portland did in that case, essentially. But they did. And now having all that on your back and having all of this going on and more specifically being one of the most vocal players that really wants a lot of the social change and could give a damn right. We'll, we'll, we'll take the jersey off his back right now and stop playing to make sure that there are changes that are being met and changes that could be accommodated for right there's a lot on your mind there's a lot on your mind right now yeah um dude he's just he he showed so much leadership you know the qualities are, are all there i remember even when coming through the draft man it's like they said that he had bad feet 
you know, like he couldn't move his. I'm, I'm, it's amazing. Like I didn't even see this at all. You know, I thought he was always a, a pretty good player, even in college. But like, this is like, this is next level. I mean, you, you know, when you just like you just draft that player and it just works. I mean, you, you're seeing it right now with the Heat. You know, like you guys have done very well, uh, just just drafting and getting the right guys. And he's just one of the guys you get, and you're like, wow, we really we got one. You know, we got one. So is that? Hold on, is that is that is that is that is that? Well, a yeah, we, that I hear. Well, yeah, we, we, we need to get into that because I, I'm I'm oh, yeah? curious to why you haven't even like said anything. I mean, I mean, you know, the time the time needs to come. You know, the time will come that I dress Milwaukee. You, yeah, um, it needs to happen. I know we're on our Jamal Murray praise right now. He's he was a first round pick. He was picked, I think, seventh or eighth by the Nuggets. So they, you know, obviously they saw something great, you know. Uh, but I, he hasn't even he hasn't even hit his ceiling yet. So. Um, I just want to we I want to clear this Jamal shit up because I also want to get this heat shit over with. Over with? No, Let's you, get it. No, you Let's don't. Get it. No, you don't. Please. You don't want to get it over with. You can. You can. You know what you can do? You can ravel in it with me. You can <laughs> accept your arm. Put put your arms to Randy Orton status. Just wow. Put Randy Orton status. Wow. All the gold that falls down wow. is what is 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 this is what we're positivity doing? that is going to come. Out of me this week. I give you a little bit of. This is why I can't. I saw. I I saw the direction. I caught it. I saw. I saw. I saw the alley being thrown in the air. You try to fake it. You try to fake it to catch me. You try to fake it to catch me. Like like I wasn't going to be able to leap up to the sky for it. But I saw it. You still threw it. Still threw it. I caught it. I didn't catch it one handed. I might have done a little. I might have grazed the rim a little bit, but I caught it. Man, look, bro. I caught it. We'll save that. We'll save that for after the break. Because I know, I know you're gonna you're gonna have a good time. We'll save that for after the break because I have to I have to talk to Milwaukee. I gave them options; they didn't take the options. But we're gonna discuss that after the break. I do want to end with Jamal Murray and, and say that it really felt like the conversation that happened post game, and I think I think it's pretty clear at this point that we're gonna get a lot more of these conversations for these players to open up and start saying what is on their mind. Obviously, we had a very emotional Jamal Murray at that point in time that before they even got into the game, really pointed to his shoes that had George Floyd, uh, in, uh, 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 paint, a, an illustration of George Floyd, an illustration of Breonna Taylor on both of his sneakers and and stated that with all this going on, a lot of this is very heavy right now. They give me the power to keep going, to even have a 50-point performance at this point in time. I uh, just want to win, just wants to continue to to have Denver in this place, in this point, to to fight for a game seven, yeah. fight for the opportunity to we, go to the second it's round. It's like we want to see it, right? Like We yeah. all want to see it at this point. <laughs> Almost fell out. It, it fell. I, 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 right. I won't even say almost. Um, almost, almost is 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 not the right is not the right word. That has a very, very negative connotation to it. That was a legendary moment yeah. for me, NBA wise, seeing Jamal Murray and and seeing what it came from all that. And especially, uh usually I'm not the person. Usually I'm not the person that likes camera and grieving person's face. Mm-hmm. But seeing Murray taking all of this in because a lot of it what it was grieving from a certain point but definitely more so the emotion that comes from seeing success and seeing things improve not even basketball wise just on a day-to-day should be i think that should be normalized yeah seeing that type of emotion having that type of emotion from setting goals for yourself and completing them in fiery fashion like this yeah man you you really can't like I said, you you saw exactly why he was playing so hard. It wasn't just to keep his team alive. 
you know, he was playing with a chip. And yeah. It, it, it worked, man. It worked. And I'm sure he'll continue to play like that, which is scary. And like I said, he's so efficient, um, which makes it even more difficult to guard him. You know, he's just a, he's just a smart guard. So now tonight, 8.30 on ABC, which is not, not going to be a TNT game, not going to be an, uh, an ESPN game. 8.30 ABC tonight, the biggest game in basketball, that being game seven between the Utah Jazz and the Denver Nuggets. And actually, you know what? What? Can we discuss? Okay, so obviously, obviously, I feel like if we were to ask a certain amount, of, let's 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 play let's play survey let's play let's play survey boys right now. Okay, let's play survey boys right now. Let's grab our pens and pads. If we were to ask an X amount of people, X amount of NBA fans, obviously, if we ask them what is the biggest game in basketball, Game Seven, I feel like is going to be pretty easy and not and not. Uh, it's not. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be. Yeah, yeah. For whatever, it's almost like the easy. It's almost like the easy answer because obviously, game seven, winner go home. We need a lot more winner go home in the NBA. Need a lot more winner go home in in, in basketball. I think obviously it's, NCAA it's does an amazing we, job with it. You yeah, want to see more of it in the NBA? To, we have to get to a game seven to see a winner go home. I understand, exactly. You know, but if I could, if we could see a way more, I mean, who doesn't want that type of basketball? You know. Yeah, I game think. seven. Game seven, pretty much. Outside of a few outliers, guarantees you the best team to actually advance. There aren't huge, huge upsets that really do happen in the game seven outside of a few outliers. But game seven ends up being the biggest game in an NBA playoffs. What if we remove game seven? What is your favorite game to watch in the NBA playoffs that is not a game seven? That's not a game seven? Not a game seven. Game seven is off the table. I mean, so we, have, so, we, so we have so we have a one through six essentially. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at that point, I, I a game one is still super interesting to me at that point because you get you know at, you're you're setting you're setting the tone. Game one. Game one, man. You're gotta I set don't know. I feel like game one, one and two, one and two still has the shit talk. One and two still has the shit talk on it. I feel like one and two. You'll get the fans that are like, oh, well, this is one fucking game. Oh, it don't fucking matter. But you set the tone. Imagine if you still won game one. I mean, what did we just what did we just watch? What did we just watch tonight? Last night. D- definitely did just watch Miami I'm, set and a I'm, tone and, and, and with Joe that that, That's what I'm saying. Like, if, if you have a team that can set the tone game one, it's this was special, man. This was a special performance. And again, we're gonna talk about this later, but come on, man. But here's the thing. I don't want to. I don't want to jump too high and get to and get too amazed with this game one. Because now you think about that, the Magic set a tone. I mean, I, with yeah, the game yeah. one, and ended up getting yeah, paid man, for four got, games. You got a point. I, heat on the Magic. You got a point, man. So game two, it, I don't think anybody chooses game two because then it's just like unless uh, I'm trying to think of fire game twos that I've seen. So it, so it would really be it. It have to be a it have to be a four. Me, me, I'm, I'm thinking. It's got to be a four. It's either a hot four. Got to be a four. It's a hot four or a, a yo. You know what's the, oh, you know what's really good? A two, a two, uh, a game five tied up two two. I mean, that is ideal overall. Like if that we could is some good go eating there. If we could just go to that format already. A <laughs> two two uh, yeah, and just, like, get, just front people two two and get a game yeah, five. Yeah, yeah, man. I don't know. Because then here's what happens with the game four. So now somebody's up 2-1, or it could be up 3. I mean, if it's 3-0, nobody – if it's 3-0, I don't think anybody – I mean, you're watching the game four, but it's not like, uh, 
how bad are you really gonna fuck up that playoff series to actually to actually lose, right? Yeah, it would it would take you'd have to wait and be like, all right, they got one game. Ha ha ha. Let's watch game five. And then game five's a more interesting one. But game four, you get a hot two-one, and then it's like, man, you gotta win. Cause then if you don't, it's three-one. Mm-hmm. Or you have a huge game and make it a two-two, even it, and then it's a best of three at that point. Yeah, I mean, hmm. Cause everybody fears the three one, but when you this, got a when you got a hot two two, look, and this, you earn it big in a game four. This dilemma is the same reason why we'll probably always have seven game series if necessary. <laughs> it, just, it just guarantees. It just guarantees. Again, I will say guarantees with an asterisk because it comes with outliers. Don't jump in and be like, oh, yeah, well. I mean, teams get teams get swept. You know, some 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 performances are boring. You know, I, I get it. It happens. I'm going to lay it on on the line and say the best playoff game is a game five. It's a game five, huh? Is wow. a game five. I mean, I, 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 if we're taking seven out, that's I think that's okay. That's fair. I'm gonna do. I think I'm. I think I'm going. I think I'm going game five because you get the game because the game four is just a. It's a hot like like imagine. I know, but I I feel like I understand, but the to me the four is like you're setting the tone if if you have to go forward. Like at that at that point in time, it's it's do or die. So which, so which one are you going with? As much as I like, like you know, that game one setting the tone and possibly like you know doing something that you didn't think you could do or going to going away and and making shit happen. I understand what you're saying. It's definitely with the magic, like that shit is you know shenanigans. So those mm-hmm. games, those those sleeper games, those sleeper dubs don't always work out. Um, I don't know, man. I I'm leaning towards I'm leaning towards the game four. A, a four? Cause I one and two gotta be off the table. There's nobody that, that lines up be like, ah yeah, let's tune in for a hot game two. Nobody's tuning in for a hot well, game two. The two is definitely out the way. A hot game <laughs> two. A game one is nice. Think of think of what a classic. I'm not thinking of a classic game one. Classic game one that I remember, uh Heat Pacers. What was that? Eastern Conference oh, Finals, game one. That. <laughs> was that the game? LeBron hits the layup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LeBron hits the layup to end the game. That's a hot game one. And they happen. happen. Those happen. So we can't completely take one off the table because those games do happen. But, you know, do they – maybe sometimes they set the tone. Sometimes they're, it's a gimmick. Game two so. is bottom tier. Game two has to be like – game two Game two is like where people put Kingdom Come. Game two is like where people put um, Blueprint 3. <laughs> oh, my God. That's – I don't know. And two, the game two, blueprint three. You know, I'm here for I'm here for that analogy. <laughs> Why? Because it disrespects Jay Z. <laughs> Who said I wanted to disrespect Jay Z on here today? I don't know. You did. You did cut Sean's head off pretty 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 late yesterday. Wait, wait, wait. What you mean? What you mean? Oh, what do you mean? Wow. What are you trying to say? What are you trying to do right now? Yesterday? Oh, you mean last episode? Last episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't. No, you walked me into that, if I recall. I didn't. No, no, no. Don't put that on me. <laughs> don't put that on me. Detroit 2 out on Friday. I am not going to be set up by Jeff. Why are you promoting? Why are you promoting the album? Cliff, what's up? I mean, yes. I mean, bro, we love Cliff here. But I'm just saying, like. He told us very early of some of of uh, a man that I would like oh, to discuss in great fashion. So very soon. 
so this is why you don't want to say anything disrespectful about Big Sean's because uh, is it because of the Cliff connection and what he did for Tyler Hero? What are you talking about? That yeah. see, that's propaganda. Yeah, see, yeah. last week with the Timberwolves propaganda. No, that, no. Is, the that, propaganda that, that is that is that. The propaganda is Tyler Hero literally hitting a humongous three point shot and Cliff sending a text like two seconds later. Like that's propaganda. Cliff told us what it was. He did. He did. One hundred percent. Told us what it was. We have to. We have to keep. We have to take a look at Cliff's idea with Mac McClung and see if that actually goes through as well. But we'll see. Right on Tyler Hero. He is right. He was around Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero is is a dog. But we'll discuss. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I'll give you your moment, and I have no choice but to give you your moment because, like, you know, me and Robbie were going so hard. I mean, you know, I I I understand the Timberwolves emotions were in the air. Yeah, we had the happiness. Yeah. The happiness was in was in the air. You know, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't Febreze it. I couldn't I Febreze it. You know, I get it. Couldn't Febreze it, huh? Is that is that what we're doing now? I can't Febreze the Timberwolves energy. This, you see, see how I sneak the other ad in. See how I sneak the other. Ad? Yeah, I saw it. I mean, yeah, you can't, you can't hate on a, getting the number one pick. I mean, you gotta let it ride. All right, let's take a quick commercial break and come back. I want to get to what we have seen so far in the second round, and. um Pretty much set up what we have throughout the rest of the week as well. There's going to be some good games as hopefully, I don't know if Jazz and Nuggets end up being the last game seven that we actually do see. If Oklahoma does win tonight's game as well, we're actually recording while that is going on. We're in the second half of that as of right now. But we'll see if that's our last game or last uh, 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 game seven that we actually do have of the first round before we continuously go through the remainder of the second round um, and hopefully reach the conference finals pretty soon. So stay tuned. It's RSPN on RC Radio. We'll be back after this. Six to shoot. Butler sizes uphill and he hits again. Stop. There's still a lot of time. Butler again. He has been magnificent. Furthest thing from his mind here is Butler inside, and he just keeps on coming. He has brought this Bucks defense to its knees. Uh, guard him? Yeah. No. Yeah. Why would you ask that? Is that something you want to do going forward? No, I'll do whatever coach I'm going to do. All right, we are back. We're back. RSPN on the Elite Media Group channel. Of course, he is Jeff. I am Mark. Be sure that if you are listening brand new, of course, on the Elite Media Group channel, be sure to follow at the Elite Media underscore on Twitter. The Elite Media as well on Instagram and, of course, RNC Radio Live on Twitter and RNC Radio on Instagram for our latest and greatest in all of our playlists, podcasts, and so on and so forth. It's pretty... It's a little bit sad, I must say, Jeff, because what? normally we have the summer. <laughs> we have the summer moves being situated in our playlists. Oh, we yeah. have all these different yeah. types of changes. Yeah. Due to everybody being inside, we didn't have the opportunity to shine. This you want to do a playlist, play this do a playlist next week? What kind of what what kind of what what, what kind of playlist are we gonna do though? That's I'm the not, one. Thing. Honestly, I'm not sure if the world is ready to hear like a playlist created by you and I. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's. I'm trying to think of the mood. I'm trying to think of the mood that we would situate because we are we are two different niggas when it comes to when it comes to to music. I mean, there's things that we both generally like together, but <clears throat> you know, our moods are our moods are different, man. We have you know, we have we have we have different vibes sometimes, and there's nothing wrong with that because you know, I send you stuff all the time, and I know what you be listening to, so 
And we're like the only two guys from RNC who's not left ship and went to Spotify. So, oh, tell me about it. Jeez, <laughs> the amount of people that you know, jumped a, away and went to the green side. Yeah, you know, I'm a I'm an Apple guy. Like I, you know, aptly like, titled the green side. That's crazy. Yeah, I know, right? It's, it's really wild. Like I don't know if I ever be able to just like flat out leave Apple Music, but I, I got love for Spotify. Though I do want to put that out there, but we're still there. We're still there. I don't know. Would we would we want I I I would say I would say that we could do an an I would say that I would like a new blush. The blush series is nice. Yeah, no, I know. I don't problem. know if I can I get into a blush with, bag. Yeah, you, you could definitely get into a blush bag because I you know I, I one of the reasons why you know I just I love you so much. I sent you the Claro shit, man, and you you really dived into it like I asked you to. Bro, that Claro shit was so <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah, hard. If you can see my replay of 2019, which you can, I think you can jump on other people's playlists as well. Yeah. You can see that Claro pretty much dominated. Yeah, I can't remember what it, what it landed on my top ten albums, but yeah. in the play- playlist wise, you will definitely see that shit dominated my my yeah. my year, she, my 2019. She's different, she different with it, but like again, like you know, when I find artists like that, me personally, if it's not necessarily rap or hip hop or it's just some shit that I'm just vibing with, and I send it to one of y'all, you know. It's nice when it's, you know, I can tell you guys listen to it and you're like, yo, Jeff, this is really good. Like, this is dope. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we may have to collab on this next blush, man. I haven't done a blush in a, in a, in a minute myself. So this year really did kind of just, I don't know. It's weird. I mean, the it, music- wasn't a, it wasn't a good playlist mood. Yeah, it's been weird, right? Like, I, 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 I was agree. talking I might want to do another. I, I was talking I should do another whip test. But where are we going? Honestly, we're not going nowhere. Right? Yeah, going nowhere yeah. to get a whip test. Yeah, whip test is definitely on how it is. Just because, I mean, I guess technically you could ride around and just listen to it and go back home. But <laughs> what a boy! I had a conversation about that the other month about about um about um I have a I have one of my best friends in the world. Shout out to Shaq. He takes the opportunity to to drive, and when he does drive, he'll he'll take some scenic routes and enjoy his ride. I'm like, yeah. I don't think I, I ever have... ride around just to ride. Yeah, I know people like that too who who kind of like, you know, they get in their car just to listen to an album. I'm I like, you know, I'll put my AirPods on as much as I hate them and and dive into it in my bed or like, you know, like at at the desk or something, but other than that, bro, it's hard, it's hard for me to like just ride and like run gas and listen to an album. Uh, it's got to be a really big album for me to jump really in does. car and and do it. Like, I think really I did does. that. <laughs> here's the thing i I don't jump in the car and ride around though i was in i just sit in the car so when views dropped when views dropped, i was like i I do this shit on my laptop but that went directly to my car you heard played it in the car western road flows in the whip Uh uh-huh yeah (laughs) Uh right as soon as i heard as soon as i heard the dmx how's it going down flip they got lost my mind bro (laughs) i lost my mind bro like i was and and then he and then he did the the song that had leaked at the end of it, um, and it, you know, a little joint about Rihanna, I was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The oh, um, the, the, it's like the you with me slash views yeah, from the six, yeah, 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 played yeah, a yeah, little yeah, bit yeah. of it. At the, at the, yeah, I remember yeah. when the views from the six shit leaked, you know, that shit was crazy. So, I was thinking, Save Views was ass, man. I don't understand. I'm not one of those, you ain't never gonna hear me. That shit got Western Road flows on it. <laughs> You know, and he has some questionable bars in Western Road flows, but like the song is just the beat is like one of the most. It's one of my favorite beats. Period. What's a questionable bar in Western Road? What's a questionable bar? The 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 what are those bar? Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, you had the like I love Drake to death, but I just you had to catch the kids with that one. That yeah, was, I, get it, I get it, but it's just not for me. Like every time he hits it, I just don't feel right about it because the song people, is so hard, you know. 
they complained about him 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 catching the kids with the TikTok. That bar wasn't you know it was, it was a little early. It was a little early of, of just you know just catching the kids. Just a little just a little wink to the kids. Well, I probably shouldn't say a little wink to the kids. That's problematic. Well, come on, Mark. You didn't even. <laughs> I wasn't even. <laughs> I already saw how they got down with the goddamn um uh with what's her name with what's her name from that show. I was yeah. like, nah, you know what? You know what? Oh, Let's just leave it alone. Oh yeah, the Miley shit, man. I don't know. Whatever, bro. We not yeah. We not about to get into that right now. What is important though? As we continue with the uh, beginning of the second round, essentially, we've seen two upsets so far. One, I don't know if you want to call them an upset specifically from Boston and Toronto's perspective. Last week, I think our, our biggest conversation that we would have had the opportunity to have between Toronto and Boston is that there there might uh, be a protest and, and a sit down between Toronto and Boston before Milwaukee actually took the notion to move forward with that and start the conversation. But now that that ended up getting pushed back. So we were supposed to get the, the game one of Boston and Toronto. I think what was it on Thursday, I believe. That now came into Sunday. And the defending NBA champions end up getting beat by Boston pretty badly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Boston, man. Uh, the the Jalen Brown, you know. I feel Jason Tatum. Like, I also had a big game. I'm, I'm going to get into the Tatum shit. But, like, I feel like the Tatum is – he's such an obvious talent because you know he's he's kind of been he's kind of been handpicked you know the chosen one like you know he's 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 that good I'm sure everyone knows that I also feel like because of that Jalen does I'm not saying he's underrated because people do I think he's I think people understand his talent how good he is but dude they are just I mean if the Celtics can keep them together they're gonna win they're gonna win something and let's not forget my man Kimba man UConn legend Cardiac Kimba. Who was dicing up Lowry last night. Oh, dicing him. Dicing him. Do you think that but to to win to win for Boston means what essentially? Is it really I feel like at this point in time, Philly's out the way as of right now. So one of the earlier projected people to make the finals from the Eastern Conference perspective is now out. Milwaukee, I feel like people still have the opportunity to hang their hats on that, despite acknowledging that this series with the heat is going to be fairly challenging matchup wise, but Boston has a little bit of a different relationship with that because they have had the opportunity to, to get that same praise and say, you know what? There's a lot of people that have no problem saying I got Boston coming out of the East, but you have to go through the defending NBA champions to do so. Um, and even if they get past Toronto at a certain point, which is then going to be a very, a very big win for Toronto to make a conference finals again, because last time I saw Boston in the conference finals, you're, they were minutes away from making, literally minutes away from making the NBA finals until LeBron James carried a man on his back uh, to make an and one and eliminates Boston out um, to face the Warriors. But should that be the end game for Boston at this point in time? I think despite Kemba being a new addition, We've had a decent amount of Tatum and and, and Brown as well. Hayward, fairly new addition. Kemba, yeah, brand new addition. Do they have enough. And if you don't make the NBA Finals, do things change for Boston in ways where people have to start getting shipped out? I don't think Tatum uh, ends up being the one that's getting shipped out because surprisingly enough for me, Tatum ended up with first place. Uh, how many first places did he have for MIP? It's one of those. It's kind of like the Luka thing. You know, it's like. It's similar, yeah. It's similar. It's very obvious. Like to me, it's nothing against it's nothing against Luca and it's nothing against Tatum. But to me, their growth is an obvious growth. 
basically what I mean by that is what we've seen the, the year previous, the jump seems adequate, right? Mm-hmm. Like it seems like they're making the proper steps. The Brandon Ingram, the Bam, those are more, wow, what a huge jump, you know, like it, this was more unexpected. And, uh, but Tatum is such a, he's such a, he's a killer, man. He's a dog. He has such a high motor. He's so impressive. I don't think that they'll like blow anything up massively. If anything, maybe the Gordon Hayward situation may get done. I'm pretty sure the Kimba, uh, Tatum, Brown, you know, is, I don't think that's really going to go anywhere anytime soon unless the offer is just like phenomenal you know what i'm saying and when i mean the offer i'm saying probably Jalen. i don't think they're gonna ever let go of tatum like tatum's gonna be one of those guys who he gets that bag like the real bag you know the one we're just like yo the the 180 200 million dollar bag you know well, boston's he, got one of those bags sitting around yeah you know it you know it they waiting tatum tatum's the guy he he's just he can't be done let's think about it like this mark they weren't they weren't prepared to get rid of him to get 80 mm. so what else what else could they be possibly asking for? I'm sure I'm sure like, you know, when that that you know, that Giannis stuff, I mean everybody's gonna call Giannis, so it's kinda hard to say, oh, of course Boston's gonna ask about him, but like, yo, who can who can possibly uh give Boston a deal that includes them losing Tatum and them accepting it? They wouldn't even take A D. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. And true, and true. Truthfully, from a Celtic fans' perspective, if it if it if it is finals or bust, you have to go through Toronto. It won't be that bad. But then the winner of Milwaukee and Miami right. is who you are going to face. That's the issue. That's the issue right there. Because the Heat are, I mean, they're damn near complete as far as you know, just just team ball. And you know, obviously, you got a guy like Jimmy Butler, who, regardless of how you feel about him, feel about feel about him, um, he's clutch. He makes big shots. Um, you know, you guys have just a lot of young talent who are playing above their age right now. Um, and I mean, shit, even, even let's say, you know, the Bucks pull it out. I mean, that's not something you want to deal with either. So the Boston has a tough road ahead of them. If, you know, things go their way, obviously, which I'm, I mean, they will, but it, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be tough. And even the Raptor situation, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I, I do, I, even so like, with the Raptors, dog, like I still feel like it's house money at a certain a certain point. I still feel like it's just house I, money for for Toronto. I kind, of, I kind of agree. You know, I, I I think like I respect Toronto and I respect everything that they've done, um, especially just like losing such a, like a, a player like Kawhi. You know, we so I'm sure some people thought they would just lay down, um, but they didn't, and they're competing and they're very good. Um, second in, in in the East, and I would have never even. I did. I didn't. You know. I think we all thought they would still be pretty good, but this type of level of play is crazy. I think Boston will will do the deed here and, and close it up and finish it. But um, this is even. I mean, this isn't a this isn't a cakewalk for them. So we'll see what happens tonight with that five thirty tonight on ESPN. The Celtics and the Raptors in Game Two. Going up Game Two against the defending NBA champions is going to be something that is going it's, it's, it's going to be interesting it's going to be interesting but we'll have to see how toronto responds and if they respond to make sure that boston does not make their way to the conference finals to see the winner of the heat and the bucks but as we discussed the heat and the bucks um you had asked me earlier the proposition that i gave to milwaukee right yeah it's time this is your this is your time bro i gave them i gave them an opportunity because as much praise as we gave them last week 
of course, very big things to start the conversation in the areas of social justice. The NBA season resumes. You still have the Milwaukee Bucks, who have been highly favored out of the East, highly favored from Kevin Durant, of course, picking them and the Clippers to make the NBA Finals. And you have Giannis within the past week winning the Defensive Player of the Year. So shout out to that. There were some conspiracy theories out on the timeline stating that Giannis is getting these accolades and these types of honors from Milwaukee Bucks standpoint to ensure that he is a little bit more comfortable in staying where he's at. Since he has these accomplishments, these acknowledgments, all he needs is just a little bit of pieces to add towards that so that hopefully Milwaukee will be able to be a place that he can stay. Basically, the the conspiracy of the NBA is handing in Milwaukee. They're they're holding they're holding Giannis's hand to basically make him feel more settled where he is, so that he doesn't leave. Because Milwaukee is a small small market, you know, place, and the NFL NFL Jesus, the NBA does not want, uh, you know, uh, the one of the best players in the world, the two time MVP. taking his talents and possibly going to South beach or another major city. You know, I mean, I, I understand if there is some type of, uh, <laughs> there's t- some type of jig in the air, but I don't know if it's that deep to be honest. I think Giannis will still make the decision he wants to make regardless, but that, that small market should, I think that is a topic though. You know, that just, I'm not saying they're giving him awards that he doesn't deserve. It's not what I'm saying, but uh, I think there is a conversation to be had about, spoiling superstars in small markets mm-hmm. I, I, I do i mean i there is a conversation now for those who buy into the nba wanting to stay wanting Giannis to stay until milwaukee and buttering up him buttering him up with everything possible to make sure that you don't have another lebron james or you don't have another kevin durant type situation where people worry about super oh god what a bad word super teams <laughs> what i'd like for you to do is follow me to realtor.com we're gonna type in miami beach florida let's take a look what's over here right now let's see go ahead we got a good five bed four and a half bath here 3.2 million that's nothing for Giannis. what else we got here Ooh, what is this five bed three and a half bath this is a nice looking looking spot right off the water 5.2 this looks like the bad boys two house Giannis can have the bad boys two house for 5.2 million there's no way it's a bad boys two house right <laughs> this is the this is the bad boys two house. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. For real, for this is the bad boys two house. That's hilarious. So that's where you wanted to move. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna send this. I'm gonna send this to you. This is the bad boys two. If Giannis wants to be Mike Lowry, he can do it for five point two million. That's nothing for him. That's nothing for him. That's light. That's light. So as I do that, and I just send that over to Jeff right now, I gave Milwaukee an opportunity. I am a big uh, a big fan of providing opportunity. That comes from, truthfully, a very big feud in the WWE that is near and dear to my heart. Triple H, Mick Foley, the year 2000. I gave them the opportunity. You face Miami. I want Giannis on the line. I see the house, man. I I want Giannis on the line. Just put him up. The house is nice, man. Make NBA history. Put Giannis up. The Heat win. Giannis comes over. Listen, bro. They didn't answer. They didn't answer. Man. So you know what happens now? What happens now, Mark? Plan B. Plan B. I saw I saw the tweet, man. Let's talk about plan B, man. Plan B. Let's talk about you plan. don't want to provide Miami Giannis in a fair, competitive manner. 
Now we have to go to different routes. Now Giannis has to be convinced. And Miami has an opportunity to convince them. Yes, they do. They do, Mark. ESPN has played in his favor. I like I like how you're just like stopping and letting the room breathe while the you sports betting has in his favor. If I if we had the soundboard, I'd be playing a whole bunch of air horns right now. But the soundboard is not ready yet. Soundboard is on the way. But plan B needs to be aired out. Plan B is very important. I told people last night, you did this. You did this. And it's a positive, it's a gift and a curse. Because as Jimmy Butler's name gets tarnished, what do you have? A high in career playoff points. Isn't that isn't that special, Jeff? Can I say it in the voice of Gloria Carter? Isn't that special? Wow. This is I, I can't believe. Keep going, man. What else what else you got? That's it. The plan B is in effect. Plan B is in effect, huh? Plan B is in effect now. Mm-hmm. The world didn't want to believe. The world will believe soon. Hey, man. I, this I is I, going to be my NBA finals. I hope y'all get them, man. You hear me? You hear me saying it right now. I got a little bit worried when Bill Simmons picked Miami, but this is. I, I think I think I can ignore the Bill Jinx. The Bill Jinx might be worse than the Barkley Jinx. <laughs> I didn't want to hear the Miami Heat will win. Guaranteed, and then it gets the stamp. I didn't want to hear that, but the Bill Simmons jinx is just as scary. I know, I I know. You got you got to be careful with that. So, would you like to join me in Plan B? It's fairly easy. What do I what do what, what do I gotta do, man? Just um, <laughs> damn, I didn't expect a yes. Let's see. So, um, but look, man, I watched this game. I watched this game. What'd you uh, see? I saw I saw a lot of potential. Um. I saw that I, I, I'm not going to say I underestimated some of the younger talent over there, but I, I guess I, I guess I can say that. I guess I did. You know, I, I didn't. I mean, maybe it maybe it is the bubble. Maybe the bubble makes performing in the playoffs. I'm not going to say it, it makes it easier. You know, I, I'm, I'm the pressure still the pressure, you know, but um, maybe this is a, a good situation for young players who are in the NBA and who are playing the playoffs for their first, second time. Um, this is like a good opportunity for them to kind of like really grow and be, you know, there's no, there's no away crowd, you know, killing you, you know, it, it's just very neutral. So I I'm, I may have underestimated young players, man, and y'all bald and the Jimmy Butler shit doesn't surprise me. So I'm not even going to go there. I mean, yeah, he's made clutch shots everywhere he's been, um, but he's just playing. You guys have just embraced his, his whole thing, his whole gimmick, the, the what type of player he is. You just embraced it. And that's the one thing that, uh, the Minnesota organization wasn't willing to do, and uh, the Sixers organization wasn't willing to do. They just wasn't willing to really engage with him and his personality, and y'all just let him let him have it, and it's working. So I can't hate. I mean, I see good things, and to me, if Chris Middleton doesn't, you know, help Giannis, and if Giannis doesn't have a proper fourth quarter, they're going to lose. Mm-hmm. Period. Just is what it is. Like you know they. Giannis can't score three, what, three, four points in the fourth? Three you know, he points. Can't, can't do that. And, it, like, it just – it's unacceptable. He's the MVP. And Middleton has to be there. He has to be there. I told you what happened when that Metallica cuts on. That fourth quarter with Giannis. <laughs> I cannot live. I cannot die. I know. I know. Darkness imprisoning me. All that I see, absolute horror. Did it cut on for you? It cut on. Yeah? The Metallica? It cut on, man. I don't think so. You got, you got, you got. When, when people are struggling, you got to really get into the Metallica bag when people are struggling. It really hits different when you. It really hits different when you hear him scream it. I can't scream it. You know that. 
But like he said, Jimmy Butler wants to be the person to hold people accountable and talk shit. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Right over there to your right, one of the greatest coaches of all time. Many, many championships he'll be able to show you. Right over there to your left, the coach of one of the biggest teams of our generation. So you want to do it? Come on. There's, there's, there's people that'll match you on it, and I think he appreciates that. Hey, man. Play the play the play the statement, man. Play the statement before we get out of here, man. Please. What's he looking at when he look when he looks at his left and his right in uh in uh Philadelphia, Pennsylvania? What's he looking at his left and his right over there? Uh, Mark, come on, man. You're you're now you're you're making me. I have to slow down here. Like, why? What happened? I I hear the smile. What's what's what? I thought I thought we were on the plan B. We are, but this is turning into Heat Nation right now. Huh? No, of course not. We're about to we're about to give a shout out, say goodbye. Might have a very good week next week. We got a special guest that we will be that we uh, 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 will hopefully have the opportunity to uh, share with everybody. So you know, it's just a just a just a little uh, just a little jabby jab. What's a little what's a little jabby jab supposed to hurt? I mean, it's, I guess it's I mean it's not going to hurt a little bit. Uh, you know. So we're all in on Plan B. Yes. All right. We're on Plan B, man. I we're look, right on Plan it B. Be, it would be amazing if if you guys could get LeBron. And Giannis. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on now. Whoa, 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 whoa! Now. I'm not saying. I'm. Listen. Let me. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. In this time period, you know, you, if you if you had an opportunity as the Miami Heat to have guys like LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Giannis. Huh? Oh, oh, oh! This, oh, to have to have that lot that lineage of players. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, that's you know, that's that's what a um, that's what a big organization is all about. We talked about big organizations last week, right? How the Knicks? How the Knicks say rig the season, but they're going to be back, oh, God. no matter what. Yeah, they're one of the biggest uh, franchises of all, one of the biggest franchise, if not the biggest thing in the NBA. Still, even if they suck, it doesn't matter. Lakers, no matter what happens, Staples Center is selling out. You're right. What also coincides with that is they have the highest amount of jersey photoshops because that fan base is going nowhere. But you know what's coming? You start noticing the increase of Heat photoshops, right? I've seen it. it you start, it, it, you start seeing that, right? Mm-hmm. It's on the way. I'm not saying it's here. I'm not saying it's here. It's on the way. I can't believe. It. I, I mean, I'm not saying it's here, but it's on the way. I hear you, buddy. These lineages are going to be very important when the deed is done. When the deed is done. I don't know why I just went into the gambler right there, but you, you know, you did. All right, what's our shout outs this week? Man, I gotta get. I like. I feel like. I, that my that 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 this promo you just cut, man. This, that shit just threw me all the way off. I told so you I, we're going back to the year two thousand. I wanted Giannis on the line. They didn't do it. Now we got to go to different measures. So now we're here. Shout Up out. 1-0. Shout out. Uh, one of my one of my beta fish died, man. His name was Todoroki, man. He's R.I.P. Todoroki. And damn, rest in peace. Rest, rest in, in peace, peace Todoroki. Todoroki. He's he's cooked. Um, yeah, man. Uh, uh shout out. Um, shout out black people. We doing that every week at this point. Mm-hmm. We need as much love as possible. Mm-hmm. Shout out the lookout. Shout out a show. Shout out RNC radio as a whole. Shout out elite media group. What else? Oh, you know what? Shout out the Batman. We don't ever talk about, we don't ever talk about comics and superheroes and shit on here, but yeah, of course, if you do want that, be sure to check out the black variant. With X and Van Rid. Great content, man. Great every content. single week. But on here, no, I don't believe so. Do you like do you like what came from do you like what came, uh, came from fandom this week? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Robert Patterson looks hot. Um Silly Kravitz looks hot. 
the trailer for the Batman is incredible. Um, yeah, I'm 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 super super hyped, man. Uh, also, shouts shouts OKC, shouts OKC, man. Are they are they setting Game Seven? They set a Game Seven. We're here, we're here. They we're set here. a Game Seven. Mark, dude, Mark, 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 listen, bro, listen. If the Rockets lose this series, I am going. <laughs> Like you have no. You Is this gonna to be, be your version of, of me with the Clippers a couple of years ago? If Chris Paul buries the Rockets, <laughs> and and the flyest nigga in the game, Shy, buries the Rockets. I, <laughs> what about what, what about my dog Dort? You're not giving Dort now. Uh, of course, of course. Boy Dort not getting props. But listen, bro, Chris Paul has been playing out of his mind, out of his mind. So I. I this is incredible. I'm glad. I'm glad they pushed a seven. This is this is it. This is what we do it for. Now, shout outs for me. Uh, shout out to 2K. 2K21 drops Friday. It's gonna be another year of stealing my money, but this time it's gonna be a whole lot less money if I can get a hold of myself and not obsess over my team the way that I normally do. Gonna be a big shout out to that. Shout out to Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk also drops Friday. Man, you know I'm ready. That demo kicked my ass. I thought I was going to be, I thought I had everything still kept in my head from Tony Hawk Underground. I did not. I'm struggling to get 100,000. So I uh, I have some work to do. I played Pro Skater 2 on my Dreamcast like last week just for like fun. Still kicking his ass? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I I still got a little something, something, but I I definitely need, I definitely need some work. Yeah, I uh, was, was risking calluses on my, on my thumbs trying to remember what to do or at least try to get a huge amount of trick points in um in Tony Hawk but that is I got to work on that I got to work on that that's big that's a big focus that's a big focus on Friday the RNC skate park is on the way Jamal's going to be setting up all of our all of our rails all of our areas to make yeah. sure that we have the most trick dot skate park well got to come through and come through and, and see what y'all got I think so cuz I'm definitely not buying 2K. I'm definitely not buying 2K for PS4. I'll tell you that. I'll wait till uh I'll, I'll wait till next gen. Yeah, no, no. No. That's that's a wash. I will be in FIFA, but that's just because, you know, I, I just have no choice. Did you jump into Madden? Do you do you do anything with Madden? Do you usually no, do anything I, with Madden? I I I will I will get Madden, but only because I'm getting on a new gen. You know, like if it wasn't like if it wasn't PlayStation 5. I would, oh, okay. But I'm going to get it for the 5, yeah, just because, you know. And that's something with the I, I well I know I know Xbox already talked about smart delivery but PlayStation, uh, I think there needs to be some more conversation with it. That's that's the one thing that's the one thing with Sony and, and Microsoft they're keeping so many things in the tuck as of right now and literally these new systems are like two months away, right. like like for sure two months away, and there's still a lot that we don't know. Hopefully the month of September will be a lot better with that, but. Still a way to, I'm still undecided. I think I think I'm so used to double system that I might go double system. I'm not sure which one I want to do first. You, you I, I want I'm I kind of want to cop the Xbox just for like shenanigans, but the PlayStation is that's that's first and foremost. I got a lot of brothers that I can't say goodbye to on Xbox just yet. I get so it. that I get is it. that is my that is my you predicament. Want, you didn't even have the PlayStation. We were trying to we were trying to push you. Exactly. So I I just got I just I just jumped back into Sony. I was he- heavy Sony until 2008 when uh, I, I had the ability to get a 360 because the arcade was like 200 dollars and I was broke. And then I got a arcade and then that started up my Xbox um, life. But now it's just like, damn! I, I, I as much as I would love the PlayStation, kind of want to do both. Yeah, I feel you, man. I mean, I wouldn't be mad at you. You getting money? So is that where you go with it? I'm getting money. 
Yeah, money. I know you can do it. You could drive a quick band, band and a half, so you can get everything you desire. Really? Yeah. A band and a half. Band and a half. You want to have the conversation of, of of the band, the band and a half that was going to be purchased before we hit the mics on? <laughs> no. Oh yeah, yeah. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Let's get into that. Let's no. get into that conversation. No, we will not. We'll leave everybody with that. We'll leave everybody with that. Of course, <laughs> be sure to catch everything with RSPN at yeah. RNC Radio Live and at the Elite Media as well. So stay tuned as we continue with the second round of the NBA playoffs and everything that goes into the conference finals. And hopefully this month of September is really kind to us as we get into October and we get the month of the NBA finals that we have been awaiting for oh so long for. But stay tuned for that. We'll see y'all next week. Yeah.